All righty, let's talk about uh, what the Ford government promised, what all the governments promised, right? They promise and promise and promise, but we just don't get it. But the Ford government promised to build 1.5 million homes by 2031, great bumper sticker, but Colin DeMello of our global team reveals that we are already way behind because we just can't get shovels in the ground. And, you know, we have high interest rates, could go higher with uh, rising inflation and a stalled economy. We should find that out, I guess, next week to see what Tiff Macklin will do. But we're already thousands of homes behind Target. And even if we get shovels in the ground, bankruptcy trustees are now reporting that there's been a noticeable uptick of, you know, panicked pre-construction buyers being forced to walk away because they can no longer secure any funding. So politicians are all making these grand promises to build homes, but they're not getting built. And if they are, bigger numbers of people are being forced to walk away. But you just need to look. At the numbers, we are like 7% behind in housing starts just this year. Let me bring in someone who watches this very, very closely, might be able to read the tea leaves on it. Ron Butler, mortgage broker with Butler Mortgage. Morning, sir. It's been a while. Good to have you. Oh, thanks for having me, Ox. What do you make of all these, um, you know, we've, we're, we're behind schedule. And I read Colin DeMello's report, and I'm like, well, how is this news? This is status quo, which is why we are now in the status quo. Well, it's a little bit of news because it's actually going to get worse. Uh, it'll get worse in the first half of 2024 as the interest rates still remain high. Uh, we've been, we just have a complete withdrawal from the market of many large developers, particularly on the single-family side. If, if people have bought the new construction home, they're going to finish it, but they haven't been offering any new sales for months now. So they're, they're not breaking ground. There's going to be no... The amount of single-family homes built in the next started, I should say started in the next six months, is going to be ridiculously low in Ontario. It's just the way it goes. Yeah, and, you know, it's a story, it's a headline, but these are lives, right? And people get very, very angry, and it's uh, it, it can lead to some, I think, very, very bad things. But the reality is when you hear, you know, you've got Sean Fraser, and Sean Fraser, who was the immigration guy who let all these people in, knowing probably that there was no housing for them, but he's now the housing guy, going out there, being praised because he speaks so well, he's a good communicator, and all we get are housing announcements at the federal level. So when you're hearing these, what goes through your mind? Well, there, people need to know that they're all about houses you can't buy. The, the entire uh, accelerator fund is designed to motivate municipalities to change zoning, which is a good thing, get more houses on the same single family lot, which is a good thing. However, uh, all of the actual houses they're building are nothing to do with selling houses. They're only to do with uh, local um, supported rental properties. Okay, so that's something that the city's sponsoring for low-income people to rent. Okay, so absolutely none of the housing starts that he discusses when he talks about housing starts. There is a house that's going to start, but nobody will be able to buy it. It's going to be owned by the municipality. Yeah, it's all you know. You've got to be able to unspin the spin, and that's what we get. We've gotten it from we get them from all sorts of politicians, but it is really consequential. And so, when you say it's going to get worse before it gets better, I, you know, the trajectory is on the wrong path, and we have more and more and more people coming in. At some point, the pressure is going to blow. There is going to be followed on this, and what do you see that follow being? Well, there was an alarming development in uh, Vancouver this week. There was a uh, high-rise construction project that hadn't even started being built yet. Went into receivership. The ownership group went belly up. And when the receivers sold this site for this high-rise tower, 
just the land value. That's all it is. It was sold for uh, 55% less than the original purchase price. So that clearly indicates that there's a whole bunch of really overpriced land properties in the central cores of these big cities, Toronto, Vancouver. And, and that's, that's really a telling factor because the land prices have gone so high, the construction costs have gone so high. So when the interest rates went high, there's no ability for a builder to start these things now. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's alarming, and it's not going to get better. Yeah, and so, you know, we got numbers I don't think the economists were hoping for uh, yesterday. You know, we've got inflation kind of going the wrong direction. Saw that in the United States the week before. And Tip Macklem's going to come out and say something. There's going to be a whole lot of pressure for him to do either sit and, and not do anything or, or react to this. And so the uncertainty itself, if, if I'm a builder, uh, I'm not buying supplies again, because why would I buy supplies now if I have no idea what the market looks like in six months, right? So the longer this goes on in the uncertainty, we're going to see, I think, less shovels in the ground in the next quarter. Would that sound right? That's absolute certainty. Uh, it's unlikely the Bank of Canada governor is going to do anything. He's just going to sit in his hands. There won't be any reductions. There won't be any hikes. But status quo doesn't work for builders right now. It just absolutely doesn't work. And therefore, we will not – we will simply see at the end of this coming quarter – we'll see information that, yeah, it's gotten worse. There's fewer and fewer starts in Ontario. And so ultimately then, Ron, as you watch this happen and you get people who are being promised, you know, the sky, the moon, the blue and that, and then all they get is a tax hike and or no, you know, prices go up. It seems like the average Canadian, we're just getting punished more and more because of these government games and or inaction or incompetence, whatever you want to uh, put it up to. But then what does it look in the next two to five years? If, if these housing starts are, are, are delayed, it means you get this effect, the domino effect, and we still have a major labor shortage in, in construction. And so what do you see and when do you see any kind of relief or, or things turning around? Or do you even see that at this point? I don't see it at this point. Uh, I don't see any uh, positive steps. Uh, I think that eventually what will be required is a change in government because it's going to need radical surgery. Uh, it just has to. But even with a change uh, of government, Ron, things don't get built because it'll, it'll, it, it, these things take time, right? Sure. But I mean, right now, the path we're going down, yeah. there's no redemption. I mean, there's, there's just yeah. no redemption. Yeah. We, we need some radical rethinking of all the stuff we're doing. I mean, can you imagine the immigration minister is just starting to think about the possibility of lower immigration until housing catches up? He's just thinking about yeah. it this week. Oh, no. Oh, I know he had to go talk to the housing minister who let them all in to say, like, what the hell were you thinking? We have no houses. You built the boat, but there's no you know, safety boats, whatever you built. You let them all in and you built no houses. So, yeah, it's the guy who broke it apparently is now going to fix it. Yeah, no, it's uh, it, but there is this really tragic aspect yeah. that, that's happening right now where we're seeing people who bought properties on the new construction basis about 18 months ago. And now the values of those properties, when they're being assessed by appraisal, are coming in much less, and these people can't even find a way to close that purchase. And if you can't close a purchase with a, yeah. a new home builder, you're actually going to be vulnerable to a lawsuit that's going to come after you for any of the difference for what they could eventually, the builder can eventually sell it for. Yes. And this is a, a, a major, just disaster, financial disaster, like life-changing disaster for some families. I mean, it's not a large number, but for those people who are affected, it's it's impossible. In, in at least half the cases, they'll have to file for bankruptcy. Yeah, it is life-changing. It is uh, it is family-changing. It is hell on earth. It's uh, very hard to go through. Nonetheless, all right, we'll see these uh, numbers, see what kind of reaction we get to them throughout the day for them, all the promise makers. Ron, appreciate it. Take care. 
Thanks so much, Alex. Bye-bye. Ron Butler, of course, watching these numbers always very carefully. And again, what they say and what they deliver are two completely different things. You know, I I came down to an announcement when I was like 27 down here at Korosky. With all three levels of government, it was in the... Was it Dal McGinty? I can't remember. Gretchen. Mike, Mike Harris. It was Mike Harris. I still haven't built what they said they were going to announce. That was like 25 years ago. We never got what they, they announced. So they love to announce. They just don't like to deliver because they apparently can't.